A liar walks into a bar. The first time I ran into Tony as a grown man was about a year after we'd graduated high school. My friend's car was being worked on, and I gave him a ride to the shop. We weren't sure if the car was ready, so I parked on the street and waited for him while he went in. It was a nice day, and I had my windows rolled down to enjoy the fresh air. A minute or two into my wait, a guy came walking out from behind the building. He was rocking a Unabomber look, with scraggly hair and a long, unkempt lumberjack beard. A lit cigarette was dangling from his mouth. In his hand, he carried a long, asymmetrical piece of flat metal. He slashed it a couple times, swinging hard enough that I could hear it cutting through the air from where I sat. He chopped and jabbed through a mob of imaginary foes and then locked eyes with me. After a couple seconds of staring into each other's souls, he started walking towards me. My first instinct was to start the car and get the fuck out of there, but Grizzly Adams was marching so quickly that he was right at my window before I could react. He never broke eye contact as he moved. Hey, Blake, he said taking the cigarette out of his mouth. He held the weapon casually at his side. What's up? It was probably a combination of proximity and his voice that triggered recognition, but suddenly I realized it was Tony underneath all that hair. Oh, hey Tony. I didn't recognize you. He grinned, holding his cigarette in his mouth and taking a big drag. With his free hand, he stroked his beard. Tony blew the smoke out carelessly, most of it coming directly into my car. I probably would have said something if he wasn't carrying a crazy makeshift machete. I could get into any bar I want. He held his head up, proud as hell. I don't doubt it, dude. You look like a grown-ass man. Grizzled. I didn't mean it in a nice way, but he kept on smiling. We should hang out, man. We'll hit the bars. I'll tell him you're with me. It'll be no problem. Yeah, that sounds cool, I said. This was before everyone had cell phones, so it was easier to make fake plans. We hadn't been friends since fifth grade, so I wasn't sure why he was even asking. And this motel, man. Room 103. I'm there all the time when I'm not here. Come on by, I nodded, pretending to make a mental note of it. What do you think? He held up the piece of metal. It was about as long as his arm, and one edge was relatively straight. That edge had been sharpened in a non-uniform way, the bevel moving in and out almost in waves. The end he held was wrapped in what looked like bandages and duct tape. Pretty badass, dude. I wasn't sure how else to answer. Honesty was out of the question. I spent about 13 hours on this one. That's mostly just getting the edge sharp enough to meet my standards. He twisted it in the sunlight. It glistened, illuminating the imperfections even more. It's cool working at the shop, you know. They got the tools I need to pursue this. My real passion. Knowing he worked there made me feel a bit safer somehow, 
like he wouldn't want to risk his gig by disfiguring me. They don't mind you making weapons on the job? 